Ugh, we got a woman waiting outside that will make you forget Rachel in a second. Yeah, come yeah. on, Ugh. Great. What, an, an, another woman? Yeah, yeah, she likes the outdoors, she wears a uniform, and she has a whistle. And she can crush walnuts in the back of her knee. Yeah. Another woman. Yeah, come on. It's great. Well, I, I like walnuts. Neither rain, nor sleet, nor dark of night shall stay these podcasters from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Counselor Brett. (laughs) And this is episode 201. Wow. Yeah, getting too high. Yep. Uh, the hump. <laughs> uh, yeah, is yeah. D- is Danny still here? Danny? Uh, I don't know. No, maybe he's in the back. Right. Back. No. Oh, damn it! That's good. <laughs> um, we're talking. Uh, salute your shorts, mail carrier Mona. We sure are. Yeah. Oh man, I've been waiting for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Me too, uh, actually. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I don't want to try and, you know, spoil my rating or anything, but it's it's one of my more preferred Sleepy Shorts episodes. Yeah, this episode, uh, the, the day this episode comes out will almost be exactly 30 years to the airing of wow. Mail Carrier Mona. Um, Isn't that wild? And also, it's pretty interesting that it's a day before my birthday, before I turned three when I first saw this. <laughs> oh, three? Yeah, were you really watching it when you were three? I mean, in passing, yeah, I didn't comprehend <laughs> all the characters at that age, but I was watching it during the original run. Yeah. And I saw all the reruns with everyone else in like around 96 when it was in heavy syndication. So, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I feel like Salute Your Shorts was probably more like once it was being repeated is hmm. when I was really getting into it. Um, I mean, I think we it's possible we were watching it as it was... Yeah. First airing. Yeah. I mean, it would have been right that perfect age of like just starting to kind of really get into TV. Yeah. I just Definitely. rewatched two movies from the early 90s that I was like, how did I? Because I saw them in the theater. I just rewatched Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. I think I would have been six four. And I wow. just rewatched Matinee with John Goodman, the Joe Dante movie, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which I would have been six or seven four. And I was like, why was my mom taking me to see this? <laughs> I mean, like, I, I love it. And yeah, I think yeah. it probably has shaped partially like what I like. But uh, yeah. there was no way I was getting like the Cuban Missile Crisis uh, <laughs> vibes of matinee <laughs> with John right. Goodman. Um, she, she probably thought you were very mature for your age. <laughs> I guess I guess so. Or there's just like less outlets for kids, like less things for yeah. kids to do. Yeah. maybe. Yeah. But uh, so I guess you're right. Salute Your Shorts was probably like so tame in comparison like you know if i just watched batman returns where danny devito's biting people's noses (laughs) off (laughs) mail carrier mona was yeah easy easy watching (laughs) that is weird um sure brett you last last november we ranked the first season um Mm. is there you know do you feel we we've had you on before to talk about um it was sponge goes to the movies i believe and uh yep. and did, i did a call for, that for a radio calling contest too right right season one uh do you have a favorite or is, you know is there 
you're currently publishing uh, some stuff to Instagram with your art from season one. Is there is there one though you're particularly fond of? Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of great picks from season one. It's hard to choose just one. I mean, obviously Zeke the Plumber's up there for me, just like everyone else, because he's pretty much like the Zebo the Clown of Salute You Shorts, where everybody remembers him. Um, right. I'd say Mail Carrier Mona is pretty up there for me too, along with. Donkey Lips and Sponge weigh in. I really remembered that like wheelbarrow scene and going to that little hamburger shop uh, to get all the food <laughs> yeah. and Donkey Lips like dropping all the cores along the way. So that was pretty memorable for me. Um, radio calling contest, of course, because, you know, how else would you learn um, what color a draft's tongue is <laughs> unless you saw that episode or like George Michael's real name? So right. um, those rank pretty high for me as well from season one. And then, of course, uh, Budnick and Michael fake being sick really stood out to me because a I love ice cream and b I really like the character development um, between Budnick and Michael where they kind of show their true colors towards each other because they've been kind of fighting in the in the subplots of previous episodes until that point so it was nice to see that come to head and also see uh, <laughs> the 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 silly jokes that only adults would get after rewatching it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, mail carrier Mona, did you where did you rank it? Do you remember? Um, it was like number three, I want to say for me, maybe okay. number four. Okay, three or four. yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely one of, my, one of my favorites. Nice, yeah. yeah. Um, number two, Zeke and Mona for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one has a cool feel of like the kids actually working together rather than like some yeah. kind of a kind of adversarial thing going on, uh, right. which I like, yeah, and I think. I think the group dynamic works better that way than having them being against each other for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty UG heavy, which is fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah. Uh, and Mona. Don't yeah. Even, don't even get me started. Yeah. Christine Cavanaugh. Cavanaugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's, she's kind of a Nick legend. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that she sneaks in to a live action. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. 30 years. Yeah. 30 years since uh, salute your shorts feels crazy, uh, but I'm happy we're celebrating it. Um, I think it's definitely one of our, you know, I know we just had two weeks of love fest with Pete and Pete, uh, but salute your shorts is genuinely, I think a show that we both loved from yeah. then to now. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. I remember ordering those uh, like ripped DVDs in like the late nineties. <laughs> yeah. I remember they're, you getting those. Yeah. Oh, they were terrible. <laughs> they like they skipped, and uh, but it was still like I would do everything in my power to watch them. Um, yeah, that's dedication yes. right there for all the <laughs> technical issues just to get the the plot down. <laughs> I gotta know uh, what happens to Budnick. Oh man, yeah, Budnick's good in this episode too. Uh, the alternate the alternate title. Did you guys catch what the alternate besides male carrier Mona with the uh, you know that weird salute you short yeah. secondary title is? Yeah, I had uh, Ugg's girlfriend is coming. Yeah, hmm. Ugg's girlfriend okay. is coming. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's a reference to Rachel, but it doesn't really seem it fits here because more focuses on Ugg meeting Mona than Ugg getting over Rachel. So yeah, hmm. it should be called Ugg's girlfriend is not coming. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, right. that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, I was very annoyed to see that somebody has updated the Wikipedia page to. Oh, eliminate... I saw that too because yeah. of Paramount Plus. Wait, what did they do? 
they like eliminated yeah. all the alternate titles. Oh, they totally actually, it and just put yeah. all the names in, in like a blank spreadsheet. It's frustrating. Yeah, very annoying. And they used, from what I could tell, mostly the anno- the bad titles. The bad? Yeah. yeah. Like for this one, yeah. the Ugg's girlfriend is coming. Yes. Yeah. Oh my I know. lord! So I I did notice this one's not on Paramount Plus yet. Hmm. Um, hmm. I think they ha- they have twelve episodes uh, between the two seasons. They really uh, are neglecting these live action shows. Yeah, well, the if, old ones. If you have twelve, just this. what's going on? Yeah, yeah. Just all of it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. have it obviously. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Brett, have you checked out any of the new Rugrats? Um. I, I saw the first two episodes. I didn't get too much into it. Um, yeah. I, I'm kind of more steering towards the, the original 2D, but I think the 3D is fine. It's a good translation for the modern era. Um, kind of similar yeah. to my thoughts of the Are You Afraid of the Dark reboot second season earlier this year. Um, it's it's decent for a modern audience. There's some things I don't like about it just because it conflicts with my nostalgia, but it's it's fine enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of my feeling. It was, um, I don't know. It was fine. You know, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like you said, it's it's for the modern kid. Uh, I prefer the 2D for sure, but uh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Mail Carrier Mona, yeah, I've been waiting a very long time. Outside of Zeke, this is kind of the one I've been chomping mm. uh, to get to. Um, I think I, you know, in our season rankings, I pretty much displayed my love of it. Um, so it probably won't be too surprising. Christine Cavanaugh just absolutely. I'm just so smitten with her. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you, uh, yeah. you have a chance to fall in love with her. Oh, my the episode. Oh, my gosh. I mean, she's just so lovely. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, you like, but, um, but also like you, you can't help but get hints of like there's certain lines she'll deliver where you're like, Oh, Chucky, <laughs> like, yeah. or, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, you can hear the Chucky emerging before she like went big on Rugrats and then later Avro monsters and all the yeah. other shows she did voice work for. Yeah. Her voice is so distinctive though. Like I remember as a kid having a sense that she was the voice of these other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they talked about it or it just was so clear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, she's she's one of my favorite voice actresses of all time as well. Just I don't know her, something about the way she performs each of her different characters is just really, really leaves a lasting impression with me. No matter if she does Nickelodeon work or outside of it, so yeah. I'm right there with you, Joey, in terms of the fondness for Christine Cavanaugh and the legacy of her work. Yeah, of course she she has passed on. She passed away yeah. uh, in 2014, I believe. Yeah. Correct. Um, yeah. Yeah. So just really sad. She was you know young at the time, and you know 51. Uh, so yeah. really sad, but uh, awesome yeah. that we have her work to yeah. kind of look back oh, yeah. on. And she was just great. Um, this episode aired on June 28th, 1991. Uh, season one, episode 12. Uh, we've talked about June of 1991 uh, at, in, at, at length. Uh, we've, we've, we've hit it. So we're not going to do a this month in history. Um, we are going to have a few new categories. Uh, we're going to try this for the episode reviews. So we'll, we'll go through the episode, but we're also going to discuss in particular categories that include our favorite, what we believe is the best scene from the episode. 
mm-hmm. what we believe is the best performance and the worst. I'm on the fence about whether the worst is a good idea or a bad idea. I don't know if it's too mean or not, <laughs> but uh, I figure we get your eyes. Always worked out. <laughs> and I mean, if our... listeners don't like it, we can just skip it after this yeah. one. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. Uh, let us know if you think we're being mean, but uh, yeah, you know, this stuff's 30 years old and uh nobody's you know the 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 actors aren't li- i don't think you know danny cooksey's tuning in to see if we liked <laughs> his performance or not um is that a hint what's that is that a hint it's not a hint no, no. Okay. <laughs> in fact cooksey is on fire <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh and we're also we're also going to talk our favorite line of the episode and this Ooh, is i mean this episode is fun. just dumb I'm in, I'm interested to see what you guys go with because this was daunting to pick yeah. a line from. I, there was uh, a whole boatload. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noted like a dozen at least. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a very funny episode. Um, so we'll 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 recap. We'll we'll do some of our favorites, and we'll do our old standbys with bios, trivia, strap observations, ratings, name the episode, uh, all that good stuff. Um, do you want to jump into mail carrier Mona? Let's do it. Yeah. One early morning down at the dock, Budnick meets a new mail carrier named Mona Tibbs. Mm. So where's our regular mail guy? Lucky Jones was crushed by dinosaurs. Dinosaurs? Stamps. A box of brontosaurus commemoratives fell, broke his collarbone. Mona Tibbs, USPS. Can you direct me to the camp personnel authorized to receive this? Well, that's me. Bobby Budnick. I'm getting my junior postmaster badge. Splendid. Glad today's youth takes an active interest in the civil service. Carry on, young Budnick. Right off the bat, I just want to note, uh, you just like get a feel for her. Like yeah. instant that yeah. she appears on screen. You know? I also love the I love the pulling up on a boat. Like yeah. the the mail yeah. on a boat at a camp. It yeah. feels it feels um classic and yeah. like you don't know it's where she's coming kind of nostalgia yeah. yeah and even though the video quality of i'm sure the one we watched was not very good uh that background on the lake looks just so beautiful mm. yes. and oh yeah really out there in it, it, it really transports you to that moment when you see it like wow I, I need to go to summer camp now and that's what actually inspired like the artwork for this week's episode is because i just could yeah. not get my eyes uh, away from that whole setting where she shows up. It's just. Yes. Picturesque. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's quite nice. I, I don't know if I ever really wanted to go to camp, but if this were the camp <laughs> I was going to, maybe like if you, you're like, well, here's what the camp yeah. looks like. It'd be like, all right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that does remind me. I wanted to uh, just mention that there's a couple shots in this episode that are like taken at, uh, either the sun up or sun down. Mm. And I was just thinking that must have been tough. Now they got like one shot to yeah. get it. Yeah, we got. Yeah, you got an hour pretty much yeah. to figure out this this uh, this shot. Um, yeah, uh, and these these scenes with uh, Budnick and Mona when they're just kind of one on one. There's a couple of them. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, like they they kind of play off each other yeah. really well. <laughs> yeah, Budnick's doing something a little out of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, Mona delivers a letter for Ugg's girl from Ugg's girlfriend Rachel, announcing she's coming to visit. <laughs> Rachel, give <laughs> <laughs> a squeeze. Um, yeah, I, I, I love this whole love opening it. segment. 
yeah. uh, Ugg getting so excited that he trips over and falls into the lake. <laughs> um, yeah, just. Yeah. Um, later, Budnick convinces Ugg that he needs new. Yeah. Uh, later, Budnick convinces Ugg that he needs new clothes to impress Rachel, and he ends up with a new biker look. <laughs> yeah, we get a montage here of Ugg yeah. trying on all the different clothes. Uh, but they settle yeah. on the biker look. How do I look? Uh, like an explosion in a hardware store. I think Butnick's right. I, I think this stuff makes me look cool. Oh, it's just I, that I can't see with it on. Hey, I said the bandana or the eye patch, not both. Right. right thanks. <laughs> um, I found it weird suddenly that Butnick. These are the costumes that Butnick has to dress people up. You know, it's like and an ultra weird and an UGG size. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I do love that UGG immediately embraces like, like, OK, this is this is what the kids think is cool. Yeah. Like, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got Rambo, you got the yodeling one, you got a uh, used car salesman and the Rasta guy. Yeah. You yeah. Got a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, and this song is so good. Hey, do that song that I wrote, like like I taught you. But Nick, you know that I'm. This is uh, this is really not my bag. Hey, just do it like I taught you. Okay, okay, okay. Rachel, I am him. Rachel, you are Rachel, grab the mustard. Rachel, give it a squeeze. Uh, Ugg, um, can we, can we talk to you for a second? <laughs> it's so good. My favorite, of course, is the pass the mustard. Pass the mustard. Yes. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to sing that to someone if I'm like in a cafeteria and I need condiments for my hot dog. <laughs> I'm like, Billy, pass the mustard. Give me the relish. Throw it on top. <laughs> I'm sure I get a lot of weird stares from the entire cafeteria. Yeah, like one person that maybe maybe knows. <laughs> there is a shot in the episode where it looks like um I forget the actor's name, the kid who plays Michael. It looks like he's actually trying not to laugh. Uh-huh. Like when Hugs <laughs> when Hugs doing his thing. That's I'm like, awesome. this, this probably would have been very hard to get through. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um soon another letter arrives and the kids intercept it before Ugg can see it, only to to discover that Rachel isn't coming after all. And she sent the first letter by mistake. Yeah. Oh, brutal. Mm. Boy. <laughs> we, we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, after a short deliberation, the campers nominate Michael to give Ugg the bad news. But Ugg refuses to believe it. Uh, Ugg, there's something kind of personal I need to talk to you about. Yeah? Wait, this doesn't have something to do with, like, uh, health class, does it? Because I don't get paid to teach that stuff. Wait, wait, here she comes. I think this is her. Yes, this is her. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby. So good to see Hi. Uh, nice car. Ugh. Let's say that there was this guy, and he was a camp counselor. Uh-huh. And uh, last year, he met somebody that he really, really liked. And uh, she said that she would write him, and she wrote him. And she said that she was going to come this year. Wait, wait, I'm having a hard time following you. He's a counselor, like me? Yeah. And he wrote her songs and made her presents and did everything for her. Jeez, this guy's a real wonk. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I bet. Um, 
But what would you do if you found out that she wasn't coming and you had to tell the guy? I, I don't know what you're really saying. Um, look, Ugg, Rachel met a red-hot stud muffin, and now your taillights. I like this scene a lot, too. Um, him by the roadside yeah. with his uh, handmade heart. So good. <laughs> Stopping uh, every car. Yes. <laughs> that yeah. uh, the first car that he stops is that like <laughs> weird business <laughs> guy with a yeah. right. He reminds me of the dad from You can't do that on television. <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit like Lost Lie. Yeah, and he just lets out a belch. <laughs> <laughs> um, Definitely not Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ugg is just like so pitiful in this scene. It's like beautiful in its way. Very vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I I like uh, the kid stealing the letter. That's just like a classic kid thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, How they steamed it open. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Donkey Lips Breath, I believe. Yeah, Donkey Lips Breath is so horrible that it removes the (laughs) adhesive on the letter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not saying whether this is my favorite line or not, but I do like the. Uh, it would certainly be a nominee okay. uh, of um, Rachel met a red hot stud muffin, and now your tail lights. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That was always very weird to me as a kid. That was one of those lines where I was like, "This sounds." Re- I've never heard anyone say this before, but no. it sounds like it could be a real thing. I'm not sure. It definitely sounds like a writer probably had this phrase yeah it's like i'll just work it in yeah like everybody's yeah. got these weird phrases that they use and... yeah Ugg, uh just want to know that Ugg throws that um his heart into mm. the lake yeah jeez yeah a, a perfect <laughs> uh, metaphorical you know, moment um afterward Ugg becomes so depressed the campers decide they need to find him a new girlfriend to snap him out of it hey Ugg, yeah. do you mind if i take a spoonful of mashed potatoes and flick him at donkey lips whatever you want you mean you're not gonna yell and scream at me and make me pick up garbage? Whatever you want. Okay then, I'm gonna flick it. Oh. <laughs> hey! Oh, now this is really pathetic. I come all the way to camp the Tormenug, and he doesn't even give me the satisfaction of getting mad. That makes me mad. You guys, there must be someone we can snap him out of this. Yeah, we gotta find something to take his mind off of Rachel. I got it. I got it. Not something to take his mind off Rachel. Someone. Again, the kids rallying for yeah. Ugg. Almost. Does it ever happen again? Um, man. Not off the top of my head. I mean, they they seem to really care for him because it's it's strange how they treat Ugg in this episode because up until now, he's mostly been like an authoritative figure who would just like find ways to punish them unless they're like hanging out with him one on one. But here it's like we get to see that authoritative layer peel back to reveal the more goofy, vulnerable, romantic side. So I think the campers kind of take to that new side to him and want to help him out as a result. Like making him one of their own. Mm, oh, for yeah. sure, yeah. They, yeah. There's also the Budnick uh, explaining that it's not acceptable for Ugg to be like, you can't even it's not fun if you can't even torture him yeah yeah so yeah, you need right. to bring him back to normal so you can torture him <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah that's a great uh short scene of uh being so depressed that he's got the uh danish on his head and they're <laughs> yeah, right yeah he's totally shut down and people can yeah um 
When Mona returns to announce that it's her last day, the campers make a plan to introduce her to Ugg. I love the post office! You're gonna make a great junior postmaster! Mona's a girl, Ugg's a girl. They can't help but fall for each other. Perfect! Hey, kids! Thanks for turning out to say goodbye to Mona on her last day. Lucky Jones' collarbone is mended nicely. He's back in the saddle. He'll return on this route tomorrow. You mean you're not coming to camp at all? Negativo. I'll be in a faraway zip code. Guys, this is the last chance to get Ugg a girlfriend, or else we're stuck with a zombie counselor. Over in the lodge, the boys help Ugg realize that Rachel had always been trying to get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That Ooh, was. That's a real gut punch. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. I, like, I don't know if I fully noticed this part when I was younger, um, that she was, like, sending all his letters back to him without reading them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is this where, is this where Ugg has written two letters? The one of, like, please take yeah. me back <laughs> and the one for yeah. her. And they're like, okay, well, walk us through, like, your relationship. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, definitely right. send a breakup letter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he realized he really didn't have a foundation there past that one time he, uh, he saved her from her capsized uh, boat on the lake. Yeah. But it definitely, I mean, even if it say works out with Mona, um, which we see her in season two, so perhaps yeah. it does, but mm-hmm. uh, he definitely has a tendency of falling in love hard fast. Right. Yeah, Cause yeah. like, yeah, it happens again. Yeah, essentially yeah. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of uh, his, how he met Rachel, I kind of love that whole, little recounting of his story like paddling through the air you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and then them being like well how many times have you have you been with her and he's outside of the time we met <laughs> yeah once yeah. <laughs> red flag <laughs> yeah yeah um soon out goes down to the dock to meet mona and it seems like love at first sight until he stomps away still stuck on rachel yeah as Mona lifts her mailbag to leave, she throws her back out. And while meanwhile, the boys try to convince Ugg to go back. He's still stuck on Rachel. Oh man, we gotta straighten this guy out. You're right, let's go. Ugg! Um, um, Mona, didn't you think that guy was cute? Mm, I suppose. But romance and the mail don't mix. Besides, guys don't ask for dates from girls that know post stories. Oh. What should we do? Oh, nothing. Don't bother. Don't bother? My supervisor finds out I blew out my back. He'll put me on a desk. I was born for the streets. My, those are pretty shoes. You all have pretty shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was a, this is one thing that like always sticks in my mind. Her talking about their shoes. You guys always have really yeah. nice shoes. Really pretty shoes. You do. All of you. It actually yeah. made me more observant of kids' shoes in elementary school because of this episode. Like I, I use that as a way to yeah. talk to people because I was often shy. Like, oh, you got really nice pink laces on there. And then <laughs> we'd hear a response and they'd walk away usually. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. This line in particular, I actually wrote down like, wow, uh, she sounds a lot like Chucky here. Ah. It's for some yeah. reason, whatever the delivery of this, you all have pretty shoes. Yeah. Like it's yeah. really, uh, it's there. Uh, when Ugg <laughs> gets back, he finds Mona bent over, unable to move. 
and being a certified athletic trainer, he re- he realigns her spine. <laughs> yeah, real fast. There's some yeah. great shots here. Particularly, yeah. I'm thinking of that shot where they're each on the uh, one end of the bridge yes. and they're kind of moving towards mm-hmm. one another. Yeah, it's yeah with the um, sappy music. Yeah, but it's shot in a way that's very cinematic. I mean, yeah. it's it's it looks mm-hmm. great. Yeah, yeah. This I episode's a, a really uh, since you mentioned the music. Um, this episode's like a great example to me of using stock music seemingly mm-hmm. to be really mm-hmm. effective. Yeah. Um, the oh, music yeah. when he's like on the road. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, what is that? Moonlight Sonata. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And this, uh, you know, we always talk about Salute Your Shorts. Part of the reason we love it is that it's primarily outside. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. In this episode being by the lake i feel like it's yeah. a part of anawana you never really get to hang out yeah. but being by the lake feels right. nice yeah and and oh, just yeah. running around like running from place to place mm. you feel like yeah. you're right? moving across the camp i was gonna say yeah it really makes you feel like you're there and i think that's that's part of the reason why this episode is you know stuck with me all these years more than other ones is because i i got a sense that i was in camp with the campers and it made me go to camp which i later did a few years later so yeah. I, I think it's just, you know, really effective that, you know, creating this really lived in camp where there's always something going on. And no matter if it's like the dock or the lodge, it's always like interesting and enticing and somewhere you want to be in the moment because something's happening. Yeah. Somehow uh, Pete and Pete and Salute Your Shorts in particular nailed that look. Totally. Yeah. Like it immediately feels real. Like the second you start watching the episode, you know, agreed, like not questioning. It. Yeah. Um, we have skipped over one thing. I just want ah, to point out yeah, here, yeah. which is uh, donkey lips um, boldly claims that candy corn is good. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the subject that never goes away. Oh yeah. Any, any, anybody who at least has listened since this last October knows yeah. on this. Uh, you're not a lover. I am no. a lover of candy corn, Brett candy corn. <laughs> Can I split the difference and say on occasion, like maybe just a little bit on Halloween and then that's it? Because if I try to eat a whole bag, it's sick. <laughs> I think that's totally fair because I can't imagine anybody eating it not on Halloween. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah, like outside I mean, of October. Yeah. It feels like a it's tradition funny. for me, but I'm at the point where my tolerance for sweetness has gone down a lot now that I'm in my 30s. So I'm like, yeah. okay, mm, this is good. Like, couple pieces then a handful and they're like oh i'm sick enough of this <laughs> yeah i like the yeah, i like the idea of going over someone's house in june yeah. and i'm just snacking <laughs> on candy corn <laughs> right <laughs> hey sorry wings right. probably a thing <laughs> yeah all right well i had to note it yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, I was annoyed to see it like, Darn. <laughs> luckily um, it was only on for like five seconds so it's yeah, okay yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's funny that they have it. They have candy corn yeah. at camp in the summer. Like somebody yeah. brought it special. Yeah, they're sitting in like the bushes eating <laughs> yeah. candy corn. Yeah, that's weird. That's uh, where uh, Budnick's uh, candy supplier hides his stash. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so Ugg and Mona immediately hit it off, and Mona promises to come back tomorrow after she's done with her new route. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 I feel a hundred percent. All better. <laughs> that is phenomenal. Thanks. That's the 
healing power of Kevin Lee. Kevin? Costa Mesa 92626, Lee? That's me. Kevin and I get mail from all kinds of fascinating places, Lee. Yeah, that's me. I think I might need some more of that breathing thing. Oh, anytime. Anytime. I'm Mona. Ugh. I know. Yeah. Mona's an awful name. No. I always wanted to be called Joa. So, who are you writing to at 92626? 9262. No, 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 nobody. Not, not anymore. I uh, see. I had a, a friend there, but he's moving to um, Key West. Key West. Key West. Uh -huh. Oh, three, three, oh, four. Oh, yeah. Wow. Gosh, I, I, it's amazing you remember all those zip codes. Oh. <laughs> no, it's more amazing that you cracked my back. Yeah, I mean they really. Once he fixes that, fixes her back. It's yeah. yeah. They're they're just in love. Yeah, <laughs> it was magical. I, I I felt like I was in love for both of them when I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> How sweet it was. Um, I feel like I might have mentioned this before this line, but I love um, Mona and Uggs back and forth. Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they let it like yeah. they let it linger. Yeah, like they really like. There's a good like. 10 seconds at a time where they're just staring at each other. Yeah. yeah. Like this feels kind of bold. And it's beautiful because that pause really lets you lets you absorb the feelings of, of the moment. It's not rushed or anything. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, as Mona putters away in her boat, Ugg sees the heart he carved for Rachel and jumps in after it to give to Mona instead. <laughs> Actually, this whole uh, sequence is really great. Him jumping in the water, and uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a very... It, it really yeah. makes up for him getting his heart broken after he tossed it into the lake at night. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like his heart has been given a second chance. He's He's got some redemption because he gave Mona a chance, and now he's not going to waste it again. So he gave it to her, and then they had that nice little exchange and one of my favorite lines of uh, the episode. The... The postal system of life, your one first class right. mail. Yeah, I love that. That gets me every time. I love it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's very clever. <laughs> um, Ugg watches Mona go, and the campers immediately break him out of his love trance by pelting him with eggs, sending him into a rage <laughs> chasing after them. Yeah. Yeah, they've gotten they've gotten Ugg back to normal. Yeah. Which is kind of what they wanted. Yeah. You know, it's sweet, but yeah. also they just want to make his life miserable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i love it i love it well let's let's get let's get into our first new category uh let's go around um favorite scene what did what did you think was the best scene uh from mail carrier mona well um we kind of just talked about it but i really love when <laughs> ug dives headfirst into the water to give mona the wooden heart because yeah. he got a shot at redemption of love after 
getting his heart broken by Rachel and just feeling really pathetic um, as, as someone who can also relate to uh, falling in love pretty easily. I think it's a very, very tender moment that really solidifies their connection and also Mona as a, a character that's a part of the cast, not just a one-off who's like here for, you know, the episode's sake. So that's, yeah. that's my favorite. Nice. Um, I think my favorite is Ugg and Mona's like final meeting. Mm. They finally um, kind of, uh, well, Ugg kind of finally comes around. Um, I think after this whole episode of like him kind of getting uh, the short end of the stick, um, it feels good, like a redemptive <laughs> moment for Ugg. Yeah. It feels great yeah. on her side too. Like yeah. she's finding somebody too. It's just a really nice, like touching moment. Yeah, I, well. yeah. I love that even though, um, what's his name? Lucky Lucky Jones? Yeah, Lucky. Yeah. The guy who's usually on the route. <laughs> yeah. He's coming back tomorrow, but she said like, I'll still find time after yes. my route to stop yeah. by and say hi. Mm -hmm. I love that just for the like attention to detail. Yeah, I feel like some right. other shows may have skipped over that. Um, yeah, just forgotten about who, it. Who knows? Maybe some kids after watching this episode uh, went into the postal service for their careers. Growing possible. Up. Yeah. yeah, I also love the running joke that Budnick keeps saying, like, "I want to go into the post postal service," and she's so like proud of him. Yeah. Like, you would make a yeah. fine junior postman. <laughs> yeah. All because uh, he wants some food. Yeah. Yeah, I think my favorites. I'm with you guys. I, well, I considered it all kind of one big like that last four minutes. Once they like kind of he fixes her back, the falling yeah. in love, jumping in the water, like yeah. that whole yeah. that I'm whole segment is just so tender and um, like I like that the kids are kind of just sitting and like having snacks and watching this unfold. Like yeah. they're the audience yeah. with us and loving it. And, <laughs> um, yeah, it it feels good to feel like Ugg is kind of winning for once. Because uh, he's mm, yeah. just always on the losing end of things, and uh, yeah. if it wasn't Christine Cavanaugh, who knows if it would have worked so well? But she's so likable, and you know, so believable as this male woman <laughs> yeah. that uh, it feels oh, weird 100%. and perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what about let's do uh, let's do line. What what do you this, this like as we were saying this episode is chock full of um, incredible lines. Mm -hmm. uh, Brett, mm -hmm. what was your favorite line? Uh I, I mean this one, this one is really tough because um, I had several several in the in the queue. I guess uh, what it what it came down to is uh, how memorable it stuck out for me and how often I actually use it in real life. Mm. Um, as much as I love Lucky Jones being crushed by dinosaur stamps, I don't actually say that that often, but it was right. a contender. Um, but I'm actually going to have to go with ZZ's I love, love, love. It's so lovely. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually say that. that quite a lot when I'm on dates <laughs> to myself. <laughs> uh, to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, if I said that out loud, I get a few stares. <laughs> yeah. The girl might be like, well, it was good meeting you, Brett. <laughs> yeah. No way. I, I got to tell you about this one time I went to camp. <laughs> hey, Brett, have you ever been on a date where you like talked to loot your shorts with someone? Ah, uh, sadly, no. Oh, I man. Wish. I wish that's my criteria for finding someone. If that I could be. Are you afraid of the darker Pete? Yeah, that could be the spark. 
yeah. <laughs> that could be the sign. Yeah. I, 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 you know what I should do is I should, I should kind of come with a, like a criteria and say, so tell me about yourself. Do you know the camp on a want theme song? <laughs> and if you can't sing at least the first two lines, eh, she's out of there. <laughs> you should bring your art, your unofficial, are you afraid of the dark uh, art book? And just like put yeah. it on the table next to you, but not mention it. <laughs> yeah. Like, and wait for her to be like, "What's that?" And be like, "Oh, this." It's my big black book. <laughs> this is see. this is an incredible book I made. And then yeah, just see what happens. Yeah, well, I, I am very thankful that um, just to go on a quick side tangent, that everyone who's been a part of the the Kickstarter and even still f- tracking me down while I'm trying to get this to retail is uh blown away by the book uh it's a true testament to all the hard work and dedication i put into over the past three and a half years so to everyone out there who bought the book either through the kickstarter for me or through word of mouth thank you so much it uh, really boosted my confidence as uh as an artist absolutely yeah we were just talking about it it gets me in the mood for uh watching episodes i'm so glad yeah it's really it's it's uh yeah perfectly done we love it thank you um Andrew, if you were on a date with someone, would would um if they said, "Oh, Nickelodeon's so stupid," <laughs> deal breaker? Uh, I mean, I would argue it first. <laughs> You'd have to break it to them that you host a Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> somewhere down the line, I'd say that. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Andrew, did you have a favorite line? Oh yeah. I mean, this was the one for me uh mona's speech about where she'll be oh my goodness <laughs> but where will you be oh i'll be all around in the dark wherever there's a little boy right to santa claus i'll be there and when people enter the publisher sweepstakes i'll be there too i'll be in the way a little boy's eyes light up when lingerie ads turn up in the mailbox Wherever there's mail to be delivered, that's where I'll be. I even, uh, I don't think I noticed this before, but the first line, oh, I'll be all around in the dark. (laughs) In the dark, yeah. Starting there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Watching uh, your mailbox from afar. Yeah. And the little boy's eyes lighting up with the lingerie catalog arriving. (laughs) I did not notice that until I rewatched it. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Wherever there's mail to be delivered, that's where I'll be. Just so good. Yeah, it's I it's a background too. Yeah, it's, it's a Pete and Pete esque yeah, almost yeah, uh, sure. monologue. Totally. Yes, for sure. Yeah, um, I, I think it's kind of strange to think about. Sorry, just real quick. Yeah. Um, how I'm starting to notice like these little quirky similarities among like Pete and Pete. Are you afraid of dark and slippery shorts? Mm. Like in terms of like their characters are like way dialogues written or you know connections to camp or whatever um maybe they could have a shared universe if someone like develops it Mm -hmm. like do some world building or do a crossover yeah i I like the sound of it interesting yeah yeah um like well my favorite line i had the same one uh the the uh wherever wherever uh mail is needed i'll be there a monologue um and a lot of it a big part of it is the way she delivers it oh yeah you know, yeah. it's just like each note that she hits is right on. Yes, it's beautiful. Um, I'll throw out some other stuff, though. Uh, 
I love, of course, Lucky Jones was crushed by dinosaurs. Um, uh, my the one I was kind of on the fence with is uh, going quick Fargo, North Dakota. Yes, <laughs> I like <laughs> five eight one zero two. Yeah, yeah, and he's just so blown away. It's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Uh, other ones? Any you, uh, other ones you want to shout out? I've got one. Um, this one stood out to me a lot for some reason because of the absurdity of the name. She says, "I know." Mona's an awful name. Yeah. I've always wanted yeah. to be called Joa. Joa. I'm like, what is that, French? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a couple more that I loved. Uh, that's the healing power of Kevin Lee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, also, this one just has always gotten me. Carry on, young Budnick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The healing power of Kevin Lee should be like some type of ointment brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, I did like, um, uh-oh, postal, postal worker's nightmare, lower lumbar misalignment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Oh, also, I just want to mention, uh, if my supervisor finds out I blew out my back, he'll put me on a desk. I was born for the streets. <laughs> oh, I love that line, too. That was my second place one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. So many lines. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, best performance, uh, Brett. Uh, I mean, does it really go without saying? <laughs> I think it's pretty clear here. Yeah. yeah. Mona, yeah. all the way around. Yeah. 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 I just so good. Like for a one-off character, or like almost one-off character. Mm-hmm. Um, just such an amazing. It, it is like Pete and Pete esque the way that she just comes in and fits into the world, and you believe her instantly yeah and you believe yeah. within the 24 minutes that her and ugg are like in love yeah yeah <laughs> right it's crazy. and you also care for her, like she's always been at camp on as a regular and that's yeah. probably why you know she came back for a season two episode yeah yeah exactly um all right so mona or christine cavanaugh gets our best performance let's uh, uh worst performance folks <laughs> um mm-hmm. yeah you can go ahead if you. Well, I, I oh yeah, I, I for me it's no doubt Sponge. Wow, it's just some bad line deliveries here. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like he had. Yeah, what did he say? Like two lines, maybe. Wow. Yeah, they're but both deliveries were bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. They're just like you know, Bud, Budnick. The way he rattles it off, it feels like in in line with the show the girls i think were really good i was surprised like not surprised i i've always liked it but like their performances were strong but when sponge would say something it's like oh he's acting kind of hard okay yeah like you guys didn't have nominees um Uh, i said the guy in the car who burped that ug (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a good one yeah his burp wasn't uh deep throat enough like it needed more resonance Um, I really liked everyone in this episode. The only thing that the only like criticism in this realm that I had was that uh, Telly, I'm not even sure, had a line. Mm, um, yeah. She was just like kind of underutilized in this episode. That's um, a good point. But yeah, Sponge and Telly were my... definitely lesser used. But to be fair, it's hard to cram all the campers in, yeah. in 24 minutes. I mean, in Mona and Ugg pretty much had the spotlight. So it's just like cherry picking and figuring out what spot to put them in when you can yeah for sure. sure yeah all right well let's get into some of this other stuff with uh bios and trivia yeah cool hi this is bios trivia ratings and 
stray observations. Um, well, of course, uh, I I feel like we may have looked at uh, Kevin or Kevin Ugly in yeah. the past, um, but I did just want to note him uh, as a powerhouse in this episode. Oh my goodness! Um, mm. And uh, we probably mentioned this stuff before, but like his first credit, I am always shocked to see it was a uh, voice on an anime called Mobile Suit Gundam. Hmm. Um, like the English version, dub version, uh, mm-hmm. just so cool. Um, uh, also, I wanted to mention that he was in House Guest, which we mentioned uh, <laughs> yeah. recently. Still got to get around to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another reason to get into it. Um, also, he did voices for a couple of my favorite animes, Trigun and Cowboy Bebop. Um, Hell yeah, I love those two, and I did yeah. note that as well. Is that still um, mainly what he does? Voices? Um, that's a big part of what he does. Okay. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he did some voices for the recent 2020 Spongebob movie, Spongebob yeah. Run. So oh, cool. He, he's still pretty popular doing that. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool guy. Yeah, um, yeah he has a ton of credits. So uh, good for Ugg. Great for him. Yeah. yeah. Kirk, yeah. Kirk Bailey. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, this episode was directed by Jefferson Kibbe, and I'm pretty sure we've talked about him before. But just to recap, uh, he, he directed a bunch of... Um, Salute your shorts, the most notable being Zeke the Plumber. Yeah. Um, but he directed this, Zeke the Plumber, Plumber, Brownies for Thud Mackey, Bunk Chief Elections, Budnick and Michael Fake Being Sick, and Anawana Incorporated. Uh, he was also a director on Beverly Hills 90210, Melrose Place, Baywatch, and Criminal Minds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I wonder if anybody ever like fanned out, like, you know, he's on Baywatch, He's like, you know, I directed Zeke the Plumber. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Pamela, Imagine and, you Pamela Anderson being like, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we move on, I just want oh. to also just, I feel like we've also talked about Christine Cavanaugh a lot yeah. and what she's been in, but I just want to mm-hmm. uh, give her another shout out. For oh my goodness. Such a great she needs, character in yeah, so many perfect. things. <laughs> Um, so, you know, most Nickelodeon fans would know her as Mona, but also Ablina from Our Real Monsters, yeah. uh, Chucky from Rugrats, Dexter, right? Yeah, Dexter's, yep, Dexter's uh, lab. Um, Babe the Pig? Isn't yep. that her? Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, just an incredible talent. And, like, seeing her act, it was like, you know, I get why she was a voice actress. Yeah. Her voice was really singular, but um boy yeah it's a it's a, just a shame that uh we lost her yeah, and, uh, yeah. Loved watching her yeah she's great in this episode it, like she feels warm or something yeah um yeah. i did note that she she had a cameo in an x-files episode from season yeah. four episode 20 called small potatoes and she yeah. played amanda uh, nelligan who gave birth to one of the babies with a tail oh my gosh <laughs> yes I just rewatched that episode. She's obsessed with Star Wars. Uh, yeah. She, she, the part of the villain's thing is that he can make people kind of see him in a different way. Yeah. And so she believes she's had Luke Skywalker's baby. <laughs> like she's dead set on it. Um, gosh, Small Potatoes is a great episode yeah, of X-Files. Yeah. Um, great catch, Brett. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. So cool that she's a part of that. Just to mention a few more that I love. Cheers. Frazier, mm. the critic, oh. Wings. Oh, yeah, Marty Sherman. Oh, Give me my a break. goodness. Christine Cavanaugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. True treasure. She's, she's, yeah. yeah, she's awesome. Uh, trivia? Yeah. Um, 
I got a couple here. Uh, this is, of course, one of only two appearances by Mona in the series. The second one being mm-hmm. in the second season called They Call Me Miss Tibbs. <laughs> they Call Me Miss Tibbs. <laughs> yeah. Where she's changed professions. Yeah. She's yeah, a park she's ranger. a park ranger in that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and also I caught, apparently Kirk Bailey said uh, at a Comic-Con that he broke his eardrum jumping in the lake after Mona. And uh, it still suffers from hearing loss in his left ear. That is so crazy. Yeah, yeah I read the same thing, yeah. and then I watched the episode to watch him dive, and like, it didn't even look like that bad of a dive. But maybe no. they didn't use that take, or yeah, yeah. Right. or maybe it just hit weird. You just can't quite see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they really put Ugg through the ringer in general for these episodes, like hanging yeah. him upside down for Zeke the plumber when he was attached to that rope. Yeah, he, he's really dedicated to his role in this. Yeah. Series. I'd say, I mean, to lose your hearing in your left ear for male carrier Mona, I mean, that's, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if we mentioned, like, just how goofy that moment kind of is. Like, it's endearing, yeah. but goofy at the same time. Yes. It's just, it's right. Great. I was really watching him, too, afterwards, knowing that the damage probably had already been done. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, does he kind of grab yeah. at it or anything? Nothing. What mm-hmm. a professional. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a hand just done. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, you want to do stray observations? do it um did you guys uh happen to notice um where rachel wrote the letter from that she sent out or both letters the uh, city coast of mesa yep got it yeah 92626 <laughs> yep. yeah said many times yeah yeah uh what does budnick claim he's earning while pretending to be affiliated with the postal service at the beginning of the episode <laughs> i do not remember I, yeah, I don't remember. His junior postal certificate or something? Close. He's going for his junior postmaster badge. Badge. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, well, of course, Mona mentions that the former postman, Lucky Jones, has hurt his collarbone. Specifically, mm. what has done the damage? Uh, he's he's crushed by a box of dinosaur stamps, and she also adds brontosaurus commemorative. Yeah, yeah. brontosaurus <laughs> commemorative. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. Um, <laughs> Ugg, uh, during his story about meeting Rachel, he mentions where he met her. Did you note this? Hmm. Was it specifically uh, where? A camp across the lake. Yes, Camp Mernaganic. Say it again, Camp Mernaganic. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I listened to him say it like four times yeah. before I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, what cataclysmic events does Budnick compare Rachel's breakup letter to? Did you catch that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the sinking of the Titanic and the eruption of Mount St. Helens. <laughs> you got it. And man, that is that is pretty heavy. Yeah. 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 Uh, did you guys happen to catch who won the the arm wrestling match? Uh, at one Was point there. ZZ? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got it. Nice. Uh, what can Mona not take with her on her mailboat that the girls are trying to give her? Ooh. 
you catch that? It's tough with this uh, at this quality of video. I didn't, yeah, no, I, didn't I mean, catch it. do your yeah. best to describe it because I know it's a little ambiguous. But... It, it appeared to me to be a uh, totem pole. Mm. Yeah, okay. yeah, with three heads on it, I counted. Yeah, yeah. And I thought it was interesting too that when Ugg dove into the lake um, to get the wooden heart, I saw the totem pole get knocked off and it floated like it was made out of, um, it, oh. it was like hollow or made out of something like. Uh, I was wondering what that was. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, did you guys catch Rachel's new boyfriend's name? Dolph. Yep. <laughs> What, um, aside from the outfits that Budnick, uh, got Ugg to wear, did you catch the outfit that the girls got him to wear? Oh, yeah. The one is, or at least the only one I remember is, um, it was like a robe, like a Hugh Hefner type yeah. robe. And yeah, hype. yeah, that was it. Yeah. They were trying to make him sophisticated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Budnick has a nickname for ZZ. Did you catch it? Z squared. Z squared. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Pulled um, that from the back of my memory. Uh, did you catch all the things that the kids think will happen when Ugg finds out Rachel isn't coming? Ooh, I did not. No. Get uh, Budnick bets he's, he cries. Michael thinks he'll have a nuclear spaz or something. Sponge bets he'll go on a five-state crime spree. <laughs> And Dina worries he'll have a <laughs> core meltdown. Yeah, that's good. How's it go? Pretty intense. Um, did you guys catch what the two letters were about that Ugg described? He was going to send to Rachel. The one was pleading to, for her to take him back. Yeah. The yeah. other was uh, like a tell, telling her off. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, he says specifically involves uh, elevator shafts and voodoo curses. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, this is my last one, but as always, uh, I like to note how many Camp Anawana shirts appear in this episode. Oh, um, like are you like if you see one color, you just uh, if I see it on the character, it, okay. it counts as once, and if they wear a different one, yeah. like a different color, it counts as another. Man, I'm just gonna throw out seven. Okay, I'll go with nine. It was seven. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm, I was yeah. paying more attention than I thought. Four four of which belong to Ugg. <laughs> he wears a, a blue, a dark blue, a teal, a red, and a white. Ah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Heavy uh, clothing rotation there. Yeah. 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 Um, did you catch the boys selling points for Mona when they were trying to convince Ugg? She cracks walnuts with the back of her knees. Yeah. Um, I like that one a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she likes the outdoors. She wears a uniform and she wears a whistle. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All good things. All yeah. Good yeah. Yes. Um, I did note the, the, th the, all the zip codes uh, that were mentioned in the episode, like the place and also the zip code. Do you guys know what they are? How many and what, which, what they are? I know the 92626. They said that over and mm -hmm. over the Costa Mesa one. Um, yep. I didn't. We mentioned the Fargo one. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, are we just missing Key West? Yeah, that's all three. 
And, and to um, be specific, the Costa Mesa is 92626, Key West is 33040, and then Fargo, North Dakota is 58102. Any of you uh, postal notes in the audience? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's pretty good because at the time, of course, they would have had to actually go look them up. They couldn't just go on the internet. And yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, let's take a look at ratings. Uh, this episode has an 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb, an 8.5 out of 10 on TV.com. So out of five Krebs stars, what did you give male carrier Mona slash Ugg's girlfriend is coming? Uh, those are respectable <laughs> scores, though. I gave it a five out of five. Sure. Um, love it. Nice. Love every second of this episode. Love the attention on Ugg and Mona. Such great characters. And that you get to see all the rest of the characters. It just mm. kind of is like, I feel like it's a great showcase for a lot of the best parts of Salute Your Shorts. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Wow. All right. Perfect five. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Uh, Brett, what did you give Mail Carrier Mona? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, you know, it's one of my favorites right up there with Zeke. So it's hard not to give it a five. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, I, I contemplated knocking it down to like a 4.75 just because some parts felt slow to me. But at the same time, there's just constant dialogue that's like beautifully written. And then there's there's always stuff happening um, all going to the end where like it all funnels to Mona and Ugg's relationship coming together. So I think I think for the fact that... Um, it just stuck with me throughout all these years and it still feels fresh 30 years later, even when watching this for this episode, I, I have to give it a five. I can't knock it down. I'd regret it if I did. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. Well, it's time to sound that air horn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very rare, uh, big orange couch event where uh, any episode gets straight fives, but that's what's happening here today. Wow. Uh, it's one of my favorite episodes of Salute Your Shorts. It's really one of my favorite episodes of anything, Nick. Yeah. Uh, mm. So I'm giving it a five. That means it joins the ranks here. Let me just recap <laughs> for you. Episodes that have gotten uh, fives yeah. from us over the course of the last four years. Uh, what we did on our summer vacation, mm. Pete and Pete. Mm. Zeke the Plumber, Salute Your Shorts. Field of Pete, nice. Pete and Pete. The Tale of Dead Man's Float, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, Nightcrawlers, Pete and Pete, Wacky yeah. Deli, uh, Rocco's Modern Life, uh, which you joined us for, Brett. Yep. Uh, Hard Days Pete, Pete and Pete, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and now Mail Carrier Mona. So a slight bias towards Salute Your Shorts and Pete and Pete, but that's a little. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's it's well earned. Trust us. And I feel like with all these these fives under your belt. You should make like a BOC Hall of Fame for each of them so we can like look at yeah. all the cool golden plaques. <laughs> yeah, when we reach the end, we'll like categorize our, <laughs> our rankings. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, I, I think actually in some ways this episode is like structured better than Zeke the Plumber. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Zeke the Plumber more. I think it's the more iconic Nickelodeon yeah. episode. It's more memorable, right. but... I think almost as a story, like for me, it flew by. Like I, yeah. when it was done, oh, yeah. sometimes these episodes, I'm like, I'll like usually scroll to see how much time. And it's usually around the 14 minute mark where I'm like 10 more minutes, uh, you know, <laughs> but on this one, it was like, I knew we hadn't even gotten to Ugg and Mona yet. It was like, Oh, perfect. Like yeah. the, you know, I haven't got to the best part yet. So um, yeah, I just, yeah, I think this is a great, 
really well written episode. Uh, and yeah, as we've mentioned, Christine Cavanaugh, it's uh, just a great performance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just beautiful. I can't ignore the fact like everything is well rounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny that you mentioned that you felt it was uh, really fast paced because um, at one point I looked down and saw. I couldn't believe where we were in the story when 10 minutes were left. Mm. It was just like, there was, it seemed like there was so little to happen yeah. left, but uh, somehow it filled the time perfectly. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. don't even know how it did it. Yeah. 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 It's wonderful. Uh, well, do you guys want to name the episode? Yeah. All right. You bet. I called this one the postwoman always sails twice. <laughs> Ooh, the postwoman always sails twice. Is this yeah. a reference? Yeah, the postman always rings twice. Oh, oh, got it, got it. Okay, <laughs> very good, very good. Okay, Brett. Um, well, this one's kind of based off of a line that stuck out to me, but I like the I like the pun, so I'm gonna go with. You've got first class mail, and first uh, class is in parentheses, and mail is M A L E. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> You've got first class parentheses mail, as in a boy. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. And I went. Uh, I went pretty simple here. I call this special delivery. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Go around one more time. We'll post them. <laughs> The postwoman always sails twice. You've got first class mail. And special delivery. We'll post those uh, and uh, we'll see who wins. Our last one around was our Rocco's Modern Life Cruisin'. And our guest Bup won that one with Cruisin' to the Oldies. Uh, Yeah. Which was a a good one. Got a ring to it. Yeah. Very nice. Um, All right. Well, that rounds out uh, Mail Carrier Mona. Uh, very, very, uh, fun to talk about. Andrew, what are we doing next? I guess. Yeah. Uh, we're going to, uh, talk a little game shows, Mm. something we haven't done in a while. Yeah. Um, and we thought we would have you guys decide which one you want to hear about. Yeah. We're going to post that. Uh, so if you don't follow us on Instagram yet, go ahead and do that. Uh, we're at, uh, orange couch podcast. Uh, where the likes of Danny Tamborelli follow us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure other people. I think Kirk Fogg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Kirk Fogg follows us. I don't know, a couple a couple icons. Um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram and you can vote. Uh, so we'll find out, I guess, here in about a week which game show we're going to cover. That'll be fun, though. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at BOC Podcast. You can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. We got a couple emails to catch up on. We'll We'll do that here pretty soon. Um, and you can hear us on Podbean, I, uh, iTunes, and Spotify. Leave us a review. That always really helps other people find us. Um, and uh, Brett, uh, the art just keeps coming. It's uh, I mean, I'll, as Danny Tamborelli said last week, you know, you just kind of keep killing it here. Uh, we we uh, so appreciate getting to kind of work with you on it. And um of course, the stuff that not just for Big Orange Couch, we, we enjoy looking at the, all things, including your current Salute Your Short series. Well, thank you very much. That means a lot coming from you guys and Danny as well. 
Um, I, I think it just helps that I've always had a strong work ethic growing up and as long as I'm focused on something, whether it's like a series of art or just like coming up with a theme or a topic, you know, I'm just happy to bang it out for everyone who's in the 90s Nickelodeon community so that they can appreciate it and unearth some fond childhood memories. So as long as you guys keep loving it, I'll keep making it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's been a joy to share it. Um, Thank you. And uh, I guess we'll see all you campers next episode. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Danny would approve. <laughs> Maybe not Mike. <laughs> Holding on to a package. Man for a distant lover thought it would be there overnight. She waits and she cries and she thinks he does not love her. The postman holds on oh so tight. Some postman is grooving to all our love letters. Some postman is gonna cry. Some postman is grooving to all our love letters. Some postman is gonna cry. You guys there? Hey, yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Can you hear me? Hello? Hey, yeah, I think. Can you hear? Brett? Brett? Brett, can you hear us? Hello? Brett, Brett. Can you hear us? Brett, can you hear us? Hello? Brett? 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 Can you hear me? Hello? I can hear hey. you. Hello, hello, hello. Joey, Andrew. Hey, hello, can you hear hello, us? hello.